today's podcast is paid for in full by R. Kelly's album 12 Play. He has more recent albums, but that one is for sure the best. Thank you for downloading the Anecdotal Experience podcast. You look good. Do I look good? Well, I think I'm attractive and that's all that really matters. Hey, thanks guys. Glad you're here again. Today's episode is called Billy DeVore Makes the Most of It. It is a a little dark at the beginning, but hang out, stick around. It is it, it's fun. Even the I mean the beginning is good too, but uh, we have a good time. I think we discuss some things about loss that I think a lot of us feel. So I'm really excited about it. If you have kids in the car, yeah, yeah, throw them out. It's probably a bit much for them, but it's good. I'm glad you're here. Let's do it. Billy DeVore makes the most of it. Uh, give us some backstory. What was going on in your life? How old were you? Yeah. Just yeah. uh, give us the scoop, man. I'll uh, I'll start with this. This was a, a joke I used to do when I started out. I would get like really into like character and start to like almost break down. And I would start by saying, when I was younger, I had a baby sister who died, and it was a hard time for our family, and we had to go through all these things, and I kind of held it in and buried it deep until I was much older in high school, and I was in a creative writing class. And when I was in that class, I wrote a paper about one of the worst moments of our lives, and I wrote about my sister dying and seeing it, and I just started crying in the class, and this girl had to come over and grab the paper from me, and another girl started holding me and caressing me, while I was losing it, and that's that's the story of how I got to finger an anorexic girl. Wow, how does that bit usually go? Like, I how is it received? I haven't done it, it in can't a can't be good. No, it was it not had, good. I'm sure it wasn't. It was a while. I did it a while ago, like when I first started, but it was more one of those things where it was like I'm gonna say all of these horrible things, all right, and then the twist is something even more horrible because yeah. you have the sympathy with me, and then immediately I flip it. And you're like, oh. Fuck this yeah. dude. He's awful. What a what a turd. Yeah. Right. And because uh, you would go from like emotionally vulnerable to just dirt bag. Yeah, just the biggest. Now we piece. feel bad for two different reasons. Yeah. Like yeah. oh wow, what a terrible thing that happened to an awful person. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And, and we're we're done. We're done with Billy now. You can you, you can get off. Stage. You can get off stage. Yeah. That's what I would close on too. And I got off. Oh, and, dude. Yeah. Goodness sake. Yeah. And well, the, that's better than you opening it with it. Exactly. Right. And then this yeah. powering up through it. And like I had friends come up to me and go like, that, you were very genuine, at least. You were very genuine, but I I don't, that's a bad way to go about that. Yeah. Just don't do not do that joke Don't, don't ever. ever. And yeah. I haven't. And I don't anymore. But it's still one of those things that's still in the back of my head. Just like, all of those things are true. Okay. That's like. That's even worse, I feel. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. So it's not actually, it's not a no, joke. No, it's set up to sound like a joke. Wow. And to t- have the twist of a joke, but in the same time. All reality. All real. Wow. It's all just like wow. fucking real. Well, you guys, now we're going to, we're eventually going to get to the the punchline of that joke in story form. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm excited for this. In a weird way. In a weird this way. This is going to be a dark episode. Yeah, but, it'll be a lot of awful uh, fun. We, yeah, we need one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, kick us off. Uh, how long ago did you do that bit, by the way? It was like three, three and a half years ago. Okay. It was like when I first started, I'm like, I'm going to be edgy. Check right. this out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, try yeah. to make a make a mark when I was like, dude, we're going to write a joke first, idiot. Right. Like, relate with people instead of just pushing them away. Yep. Um, the whole thing started, I think, it was 90... No... 2001? 2002? It's 2001 or 2000. I don't remember because I blocked out. It was all so bad. Like, yeah. there was so much of my childhood that just dissipated because of some of a child's life 
dissipating. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was weird. It was a hard, hard time. Like I, I remember my parents sitting us down when when they first started trying to have we had. I grew up with my mom and my dad. They're still together. They're still married. And I had a sister who's... I still have a sister who's 13 months older than me. Mm-hmm. And my parents started telling us, like, we want to have another kid. We want to have... We want to try. And I'm like, why, why? Why? Like, I'm not trying to sound rude, but it was just like... I didn't know we were poor at the time, but there was, like, things that showed that thing, like... We lived in an old house that was being constantly being fixed up and rehabbed. Like we never had people over. Like they're like, no, 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 don't come over. The front room's a mess with tools and mm-hmm. fixing this stuff. And I was like, why would you want to bring another person to this? And I was like, I don't understand this. At and nine it, years old, you were right, oh, nine, wow. ten. And I'm like, mm. I had that realization. I, was, I kept all this stuff to myself. I didn't say anything. Right. I wasn't some kind of little prick running around having okay. these thoughts and like. Like saying them out loud to people, right. I was like, "I this this is rationally does not make sense to me." Okay, um, but I remember them saying that, and then I remember a month later, my parents sat down. They were like, "We all need to talk." I'm like, "Okay," and my mom said, "We just had a miscarriage," and I'm like, "Don't let us know that you're fucking. Like, just let us know that it's ha- that when it happens, it happens." Okay. And then and we're like, oh, this sucks. And my mom's crying and my dad's there. And then it happened again, a second time. Oh. And you was, didn't, wait, so both times. Both miscarriages happened. You didn't, but you didn't know about the pregnancy in the first place. No, I, I just knew that they were going to try. Oh, you did. Okay, they told us, it, like, yeah, it, yeah, it. we're going to oh, try. We're trying this thing. And then, okay, and then, it. The, then it happened twice. Like, oh, okay. And they're like, maybe third time's a charm. Also, if my parents listen to this, which they won't. They uh, will. They Everyone won't. will. Come on. That's yeah. fine. Uh, if they tell, uh, my mom will, will comment, like, this is not how it happened. But this is how it happened. We'll I'm bring like, her on the pod. Yeah, we'll bring her here. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy you a third mic. Yeah, you will. Uh, <laughs> right? No, you're not in this one. It's just. It's just my mom. Hey, this is Billy's mom here. She's going to, like, I've got my tight five. Yeah, uh, I'd like to do it. I've heard it. It's, it's probably wonderful. And I'm sure it's not. No, it's moms aren't funny. No. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so they, they eventually, like after that, they were like pregnant, and I'm like, uh, okay. is this foreshadowing? Like, if these two things don't work, then why would it? Because they kept also they kept going to a doctor, and they were just like, oh, we don't know. But if something were to happen, there's a percentage something could be wrong with a child. And they're like, we're gonna take that risk. You know, we have oh god. We have we have the Lord on our side, which that gets deeper later. Uh, are you are you Christian? I was. I was raised Christian. Okay. Uh, found out my parents told me when I was older I was Jewish, but which is we won't talk about that. But like I was raised Christian. You uh-huh. know, I went to Christian school where we were there six days out of the seven. I went yeah. to school where I went to church. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. constant right. beating in of this. Uh-huh. And uh, and so. They're like, we got the Lord on our side, blah, 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 whatever. Eventually, my mom told us, like, oh, well, I'm pregnant. I'm like, great. That's awesome, I guess. And uh, I just remember her being pregnant, sort of. The rest of the time, I'm just, like, in school. And I just remember that, barely. And then I remember my mom, We, my, my dad's like, your mom's water broke. And we went to the hospital. And it took forever. It took, like... 14 16 hours and i had to go up and walk with her and she's like this doesn't feel right the other kids just you guys just slid out mm-hmm. and we're like okay and i would walk with her and then she would just be in pain and then and then eventually she's like oh it's happening when she got into bed and like we were in the hallway mm-hmm. and we were there for a while and then eventually dad came out my dad with like a white face and i was like what's wrong she's like gave birth but there's something horribly wrong what is that's it? your dad saying this yeah about okay. the maggie that was her name mm-hmm. being born and he goes so I'm like what's wrong and, and and he goes uh they don't know but her heart's really messed up they said she came out blue and my mom didn't even get to hold her they just took the baby and just put it in an incubator and then just pushed it off and rushed it into surgery right. to figure out what was wrong mm-hmm. it turned out there was a hole in her heart okay and it was like upside down because of it was uh, that thing that they talked about like there could be a chance that something's wrong yeah because you guys are older and something could happen yeah and it happened and they were like, so it <laughs> i remember it happening and i was just like what do we do now and my dad's just like i don't i don't know and we just have to keep going they always kept saying like 
they kept pushing her, like, she's not going to make it out of the hospital. She's not going to be able to make it. She you might as well say bye now. And I remember not being able to go into the room and just looking and just seeing her in this tank. Just, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. like, it was shocking. Right. You couldn't, so all you, you couldn't actually go into that room with the incubator. No. You just, but you could see her. You could, Yeah, we totally could just see her. Oh, wow. Yeah. She looked pretty... It just... I don't... I just don't... I just remember bad. Okay. I just remember all of this yeah, bad. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know what you mean. Right? Yeah. You, you, you associate these moments with bad, and it's like, yep. you don't think about them until you talk about them, which yeah. is kind of what I wanted to do, is like, figure it all out. Yeah. And try to remember. Because I've been hiding it in there still, to this day, where it's just like, you don't really remember. Yeah. You don't re- you don't process things as kids. You're just told yeah. this one thing, and then you go and do something else. Yeah, and that's what's crazy. Like, so I remember her being in the hot. Like, she got moved from Bethesda to Children's, mm-hmm. and it was a rotation of just people in and out of our house. Yeah, helping us, keeping us company, and like, ah, uh, it most of it happened during the summer. She was born in May. And all the way up through that, like up May through, I want to say right before I got back in school, she was in the hospital. Yeah. So like we didn't do anything. All I remember is white walls. Like, because you were in the hospital. Right. And you just like sit there. And that's where I think I've learned as an adult to just sit and just zone out because there was nothing to do. Okay. Because you're just there and you just see all this pain and like walking in, you see a baby with like a million tubes. And things hooked up, and you're like, God, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. She had like four surgeries or whatever in that time, and I was like, and I just was like, I don't, I don't remember. I just remember just sitting there, like, oh, when's it over? When's it over? And just okay. staring. And you know, like everyone zones out. Yeah, but it's just like to a point where it's just like you wait for time to pass even more. Were you okay? As a kid, as a nine-year-old boy, mm-hmm. were you uh, were you worried? Were you anxious? Or were you just bored? Were you just trying to get the heck out of the hospital? I couldn't. I I found a way to not process anything. Okay. You know what I mean? Where yeah. You, you just like you don't you see it and you're just like I want to forget. You don't consciously do it, but your brain does. It's like I want to forget all of this, and it just zooms past your head. Okay. You, does that make sense? It do- I know what you're saying. I think you're right. I think your brain deals with trauma by just erasing it. Yeah. Or figuring out how to not remember it while it's happening. Yeah. But if you can, I guess, yeah, so I don't know. Like, what are the feelings in the hospital? Are there just no feelings? There are no feelings. Oh, there wow. is nothing okay. happening. Interesting. There is just me in a shell of watching other people pass. Okay. And all this stuff. I don't. I don't remember. Like, I just sit, remember sitting there. I remember, I started to remember things when she came home. Okay. Because that's when the big ordeal started to happen. Okay, so she's coming home. It's been the entire summer, pretty much. Whole summer, gone. Okay. And I played baseball. That was my thing. I love yeah. baseball. And I'm like, well, I kind of, I was such a shitty kid because I held a grudge. Like, I didn't get to play baseball this oh, year. Oh, no, it's totally fair, man. Yeah, I'm like, you just, I don't you're, get not, t- you're not getting it. You know what I mean? As a kid, it's. No. Yeah. You're like, fuck this person yeah. like i was just like i hate you i hate yeah. this small ball of sad that we're making my parents sad and i don't get to do a thing that makes oh, me happy Oh, so you're not okay that's what i'm that's what i guess what i was asking it's not like sadness it's uh it's sadness at the situation and how you have to dealing with like a sad family yeah it's so exhausting not only that sad family it's the fact also they're like the Lord's gonna help us. God's oh, gonna yeah. help us. But we, that, that we'll religious, that, that religious thing too with it, because that comes later too. Like, so we get her home in August, and we had to carry her around everywhere with a small oxygen tank. Okay. So there's a thing as big as the baby that you have to carry with yeah. it, and she's hooked up and has like. She just looks like, she looks like a very small old person with emphysema. Yeah. Like she smoked oh, in the wow. womb. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Which is a Almost horrible, comical. It, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, give me my, give me my binky smokes. Get over yeah. here. Uh, I suck on luckies. Like yeah. that kind of thing. There, there's your, that's a bit. That'll work. That, that, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. There's some funny for the people who are like, this is boring and sad. Yeah, there you uh, go. Because I'm pretty sure I'm making everyone bored at this point. No, you're fine. <laughs> um. You're but, not making anyone bored because no one listens to Oh, that's true. There's like three people. Yeah, it's Joe's mom. And she it's, loves this. Aw, yeah, Joe's yeah. mom. 
And uh, I remember getting home, and she was home with the tank. And uh-huh. what was really weird is my parents had redone their bedroom and moved it down to the first floor. And they had, next to her bed, a massive tank that was like four feet tall. That looked like kind of like a, like a balloon tank. And it was she was always hooked up to it. I had to sleep with them. There was no baby room. There was, she's in bed with mom right. and dad. And at the time, my mom didn't work. My dad was working at the firehouse down the street as an EMT. So I just remember him coming back and just being tired. Okay. Just tired all the time. And my mom saying, she'll be better with the Lord and all this stuff. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. And then I just remember going back to school and being like, in this Christian school where I was one of two other dudes in a class of 30 people. Okay. So I'm just sitting there like, oh, this sucks. I have no one to talk to. No one gets it. I'm just here. Yeah. And even though my teacher was like, we can talk about it. I'm like, you're an authority figure. Like, right. I'm horrified of you. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing well in school. I'm horrified of you. And I have this at home. Nothing's going well. Mm-hmm. Which is also bizarre in that sense. But so it was just all bad. And... um. We just kept going through and through. And eventually, at one point, she got off of her oxygen. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, praise the Lord. Okay. Not these doctors that went to school for years yeah. and fixed this person. Yeah. It was this this being that's not fucking there. Right. Going down and with the scalpel and reattaching her heart yeah. and basically flipping it. And instead, they're just like, oh, Jesus, thank right. you for being there. Is You're- this... Is this frustrating you as a nine-year-old, or is this looking back? This is looking back, and as a nine-year-old, I'm like, I'm I'm trying to process, like, why, if the Lord is so good, why would he do this? Okay. My parents and everyone's like, they're testing you. I'm like, they're not testing me at all. If right. anything, the test would be, where do I find batteries to get my gay boy to work again so I can play right. Pokemon? Yeah. Right? That's what... So, Did you play Pokemon in the hospital? No. I didn't bring okay. my Game right. My parents were... I don't even... I don't remember if they let me have it there or not. Okay. I probably played a lot and I was just like zoned in and just like I just thought that might be a thing because I've you you know I think you can get so involved in like a video game Mm -hmm. that you can really lose yourself in it absolutely yeah so I thought if you were playing Pokemon Mm -hmm. that's because I've I've had some similar experiences like that but anyway what do you mean like where you just were like you were going through a rough time and you're like well at least I have this to play Uh, yeah it's almost like it's such a it's like the distraction is so easy mm-hmm. that you can it's almost like a drug it's like an escape you're like oh i'm just gonna once i get into this world mm-hmm. i don't have to deal with the real world yeah so i thought yeah or maybe did you have something like this no no you just had to I deal with it all just beat it. it up i might have been playing video games i don't remember because right, yeah. that's the crazy thing is like you i don't know about other people but when you go through that much stuff and it hits mm-hmm. you you're like i don't want to i don't want to maybe maybe right. i played a lot of it i remember going over to my neighbor's house yeah occasionally yeah and staying there but it was more of just like i don't remember yeah maybe maybe it all blurred together i don't, I don't know no so the lord the lord takes saved. the baby off of oxygen the lord right and they okay. take in front of this church, mm-hmm. a full a full house yeah. of like 300 people. My parents are on stage and the pastor's holding up this baby. Like the Lord has blessed this baby and yeah. saved this baby. And then holds her up like 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 Simba in The Lion King. And everyone stands up and starts clapping. And, oh, like, wow. and that's when it clicks in my brain at that young of an age. Like this isn't, this doesn't seem right. Yeah. This isn't it. Right. This is wrong. Like this feels yeah. very petty. Okay. To give this to some, I think it's petty to give this to somebody else. I was just like, this. There's something not clicking, and I don't know what it is. You think? I guess here's one thing, because I'm a Christian, I still believe in God, mm-hmm. but I do that whole church experience of God, where mm-hmm. we attribute the healing of the baby to the God. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you can, if you attribute the healing of the baby, you must also. The you know it's God's fault the baby was you know on the the oxygen in the first place right yeah but here's the other thing though like my church it wasn't just a normal church yeah 
it was a, it was a non-denominational assemblies of God feel good kind of church. Okay, where people would make flags and run down the aisles oh. with their shoes off, Holy Spirit, yeah, like those... speaking in tongues. That whack job. Yeah, and I'm there six days a week yeah okay wow so that's also where it's just it's not just like oh i'm there i'm there there. no it's constant yeah and then when i go home it's even more constant yeah and with her being there and like that no okay there is one thing i remember there was this my parents both my dad was at work and my mom's like i have to go get something at the store and this is the one story I remember from her spending time with just her. Because okay. my sister was playing. Uh, she, she, my mom's like, take care of her. Watch watch her. And I'm like, okay. And I put her in her car seat. And I'm sitting there. And I'm reading Nintendo Power. Remember yeah, that? That I thing was do. awesome. Right? Yeah. Reading it. And then she starts to cry. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So what I do is I let the dog. We had two dogs come in from the outside and sit and they had a gate. And so what I did was I picked her up in the baby seat and I put her in front of the gate with the dogs. Okay. The dogs just looked at her and then she went, huh? and looked at her. They had locked eyes. And then the dogs started licking her feet. Okay. And then she just started laughing. And I'm like, perfect. Aww. Now I can just keep going reading my Nintendo power. Yeah. And my mom came home like, what are you doing? Why are you? I didn't think it happened. I'm like, she's right. happy. Right. Which is the only time I ever saw her have that besides one other time when she would pick up the cat and put it in her mouth. And yeah. then the cat was just like. Probably another thing your mom would have freaked out about. Freaked out about. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the only positive thing I remember was that moment. And uh, it only gets weirder too like that and i um after that winter came and christmas was well actually we'll go back to this too like since everyone was so busy with everything um my sister and i didn't even realize that we didn't have a birthday party for either of us her birthday happened oh that's okay that which was crazy whoa wait so your birthday came and went and you didn't even like so you went you went a birthday without realizing it was your birthday yeah whoa yeah, didn't even click. Wow. It was like, I think it was, yeah, it didn't, it came and went. And like, all of my parents' friends are over. Yeah. And I had a couple of friends over. Like, I had the neighbors down the street. There were two of them that were the same age. And that was okay. it. And the rest of them were all my parents' friends. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're just sitting there. And I'm like, looking around, like, why are all these people here? I don't get this. Yeah. And then I, then my, my mom and dad came up to me and they just said, surprise! It's your birthday party. And oh. I'm like, why, what? It's yeah. July. My yeah. birthday's in June. My sister's is in May. Yeah. Sarah, my older sister. I'm like, we're like, what is this? And then we got all of our stuff. And I remember that night my sister and I went upstairs and we're like, did you even realize that happened? Like our birthday. They were like, she was like, no. And I was like, I didn't either. And my sister and I talk about it as adults. We brought, we talked about it one night when we were drinking. We just went, we realized like, oh, that party wasn't for us. That was for our parents to relax and cut some tension between them. That was happening. Oh, and, okay. and have friends around, and then just have it as a ruse for our birthday. Well, yeah, I mean, it might have been like a guilty thing too for them being like, "Oh man, we missed our kid's birthday." <laughs> yeah, just, I feel like it's your, you know what I mean? It's your birthday, right? And it yeah. nothing because there was so much going. On. That's also how out of it all of us were, right? To power through, yeah. Which, if she would have lived, it would have only gotten worse. I feel. I think, yeah, it's. Yeah, okay, I have I have something. It almost it I feel like that sometimes where we uh we like prolong how uh what was the odds this baby are are you waiting for this baby to die? We all were. Oh, so it's not like we're gonna Okay, does the who who thinks this baby's gonna grow up to be a functioning member of society? My parents. Um And I didn't even truly Truly, they okay. thought she was going to be fine. And my okay. sister and I didn't even think about that. We're just like, ne- next day, next wow. day. You're waiting. The, you you think this, you know, it's we only. Didn't, we no, didn't know. You didn't know anything. We really. didn't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is so jumbled. Um, no, yes. Keep going. And so, like, we didn't know. But uh, uh, we didn't know. We didn't. It wasn't that we didn't care. We just didn't. We had no idea. Yeah. And uh, I, 
I just remember when winter came and we're like, okay, she's getting there. She's off her oxygen. The whole church thing happened. And we're like, okay, we're playing for Christmas. Everything's normal-ish. Okay. Where she's going back to the doctor once a month. And like, she's fine. She's doing fine. She's doing fine. Okay. And this is what, when uh, Christmas came. Everything was good. Yeah. Two days after Christmas. Uh-huh. This is what the paper was about. Was I remember being in bed. It was like midnight. And my my dad came mm-hmm. upstairs. My parents slept on the first floor. Our second floor was like, we lived in an old Victorian house. My parents still have it. Where it was like a living room and all this stuff. And the third floor, there were two rooms where my sister and I slept. My dad came upstairs and woke us both up. He went, put on some clothes. There's a problem. Yeah. When you get down to the first floor, don't look right. Yeah, man. Don't look right. And we're like, oh gosh, why? And he goes, there's something wrong with Maggie, and I don't want you to see it. Oh and we gosh. went, okay. We ran down the first flight of steps, and then we came to the second. And my dad actually, I think he covered my sister's head or covered her eyes. And was like, I got you. And he looked at me, and he's like, don't look right. And I'm like, okay. And I go down the steps. And that's when I look to my right at the bottom of the steps, and I see my mom crying holding her and like all of the like the whole fire department was there in that there's like this dining room area whatever Uh and there and i look over and the baby is purple and is screaming at the top of her lungs. oh it's wow and we were rushed out of and i'm like ah and leave right out the front door and we had to walk down to our neighbor's house. Yeah. And we get there. And we're sitting there for like two hours. And my mom and dad, it was like two or three hours, they come back. And my mom comes back with just a hanger with a baby outfit. Uh-huh. And comes and shows all of us. And they go. And my mom just throws it out. And she goes, we lost her. And I'm like... That's how you tell me is like with a clothes and hanger, like like trying to be symbolic and everything. Like that kind of felt like the wrong way to go about it. But it's just like we lost her. Everyone in the room's like, "What? Yeah. How? How could? How could this happen? How could God let this happen?" And okay. I'm like, "Oh no, Mm-mm. that's not how this works." Yeah, there was a timetable. There who's was in the, a, who's in the room? It was my grandfather. Well, uh-huh. he's not Dennis. Okay, he's my grandfather, but he's not. It's weird. He's okay. grandfather figure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, him, my mom, my dad, this late, our neighbor's mom, Cindy. Mm-hmm. Was there anybody else in the room? No. Uh, I think that maybe my grandparents were other grandparents. I don't know, but I All think right. those are the people I remember. And the weirdest part is I don't remember feeling anything. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Is your mom crying? Mom's crying. Everyone in the room is crying except for me. I'm just slouched. I'm like. Yes. Okay. I'm like, oh. And that's all I have to say. Yeah. Oh. You're just, okay. Uh, Well, what happened was her lungs collapsed. Eventually her, what happened was her heart couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't help push the blood through everything. And her lungs just went and collapsed. And she, uh, they got her to the hospital mm-hmm. they didn't even get time to give her morphine they just like my dad said they just cut her open yeah and that's what he remembered and that's when he was like oh, and left and then she died wow man yeah and i the crazy the the one thing the big thing about this i want to talk about was like not feeling anything yeah and there's nothing there no pain right no like what yeah. no just it was just uh yeah. And how do we process that as people? Like as human beings have no remorse for loss. That's what's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like people, some people, it's all about how people handle death, I feel like. Yeah. Either you take it and you're like, oh, this person's dead and they're very close to me. This hurts. Yeah. Or it's just like pain. You're like, I lost it and you cry. Or like what I did, which was, oh, okay, move on. Like it, it, today was the day. It was it. This was it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like, it was expected, 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 not expected, yeah. not expected that it uh-huh. happened. And it was just like, and everyone else was like, she was doing so good, but Jesus. Like, yeah. I'm just like, whatever. I don't know what to do. What do you want me to do? 
That's what I, and that's when I sat down. I was like, and then I realized like I'm not gonna cry because I have to be the man here. And I'm like, that's a shitty thought to have. Yeah. But that's what I had as a kid. That's when I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a man now and not. And I'm right. like, is that normal? Is that what's supposed to happen? Well, okay. That's what I'm. That that sounds like you saying, um, I this is this is my excuse for not crying. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm going to uh, suppress my desire to cry. Yeah. It's more like, I'm not crying. Why am I not crying? Oh, I'm because I'm, I'm a man. I'm a man. And boys don't cry. I'm a tiny man. That's my, and then, yeah. A tiny fat man with, oh my God, when I was a kid, I had a flat top too. Oh, dude, I was fat kid too, man. Fat kid, Ugh. fat, flat top. Yeah. Hawaiian shirts. Ugh. I was so I was cool. bowl cut Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, I was chunky Magnum P.I. Oh man, I was uh, I was like fat uh, Randy from Tool Time. Yeah, <laughs> home improvement. That was that's pretty great. Yeah, it wasn't. I was like fat Magnum PI without the mustache, and I would solve the crimes by eating everything at the buffet. Yes, I was a big <laughs> buffet kid. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Billy, oh, yeah. little Billy, trying to be the little fat man, right. and not cry. Not cry. But, okay, and this is, here's what I think. Yeah. You're, okay, you're very uncomfortable because you're in a room of people who are distraught yeah. over the death of this baby. Mm-hmm. But I think for you, I think you're just, it's, you aren't the loss. The, you're more, you're not really mourning the loss because this is almost the loss of a bad thing. Yeah, it was like, Something that was holding us back. Yeah. I kind of, like, I've processed that older. Yeah. I think so, too. And uh, I remember, and what's crazy is when that happened and everyone was coming to meet for the funeral after that, and, like, everyone's in shock, everyone's coming over and giving us food, and most of it was terrible. That's really what I remember was terrible food. I remember. It's a thought that counts. Yeah, right. Like, here's some awful lasagna. Yeah. It's really crunchy. Like, why is las- why right. is the soft card? Uh, yeah. And uh, I remember there was a meeting in uh, first floor, in like this sitting room. My parents were like, "Well, here's what we're gonna do. Here's how this is gonna work. How's the service gonna work? We're gonna do it at the church, where I also went to school. So that memory was attached. Yeah. You know, it's attached to the fact like, oh, I have to walk in this place every day. And this is where the last place where I saw my sister. And that's also bad. So on top of the stage where people said she was going to be going to live, thank God. Yeah. And then not because she's just there with tons of makeup looking like a like a a baby prostitute that died. Uh, That's awful. I don't Uh, know. I mean, it's what. Yeah, and yeah, it's what the baby looked like. It man. was, yeah. it was, it was really ugly. Yeah. It was gross. It's gross. Uh, so, um, well, I mean, I think, I think it's, I think as a young boy, you're trying. I think two things. You're trying to process the fact that you're not all that upset about this baby dying. No, it's not really affecting you emotionally. Also. I think uh, young, because I agree, even when I was a kid, I had thoughts like of how, what we attribute in life to the almighty God. Mm -hmm. And it was probably very, for like very confusing to you as a kid being like, look what God has done. God has taken the baby off the respirator. And then it's like, oh, the baby died. Well, who killed the baby? Oh, God. Satan, like there's Satan? a scapegoat. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, so I think those two, you're kind of, I think those those are the two things. I think mm-hmm. you're seeing almost, I don't know, I think there is that thing with loss. Like there are, I don't know, sometimes people die mm-hmm. and it doesn't affect you that much. Like you see old people, like I had my great-grandmother die last year and she was like, I saw her the day before she died. Yeah. And she wasn't talking. And this speaks to her testament and how strong of a woman and awesome she was. Yeah. She was laying there and she finally realized I was there and like, and then she got the breath up and she went and she looked at me and said, Billy. And I turn and I look at her and she goes, where are you working? 
Oh, awesome. like a hardworking German woman. Yeah. Like, where are you working? What are you? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm still doing this. Yeah. I tell jokes and I work at a, co- at the time I work at a yeah. comedy club and she was just like, I almost could see her, her last eye roll before she died right. was at me. Like, you're awful. And I'm like, well, you're yeah. going to die. <laughs> so- oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, I think it's awesome that it was just kind of like, she almost didn't care that she was dying. She wasn't trying to. <laughs> Trying to be like, ah, oh, I love you, Billy. I know I've never really been proud of you no, with it, your your uh, comedy she, pursuit. She didn't. She always was like, oh, right. where are you working? And then, just, right. uh, and then, um, what, oh man, there was a fu- the thing with that too. Like, uh, and then, uh, fuck, I lost the train of thought. Damn it. And that last, uh, she was like, uh, "Ah, yeah, you're she's okay." So strong German woman. Well, strong German woman is yeah. like that last breath, like to me. And like, oh, you're working, you're going to be dead. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, and then you're like, oh, she's old. She's good. That's fine. Yeah. And you can process it. Oh, yeah. I, I remember. Because the Christmas before, mm-hmm. uh, I went up to her. I was like, Grandma, how are you doing? She just goes, oh, well, just can't wait to die. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, right. okay. And then she got it. So she was, I was like, you've been wanting this. Yeah. You're fine. But when it's a baby, you're just like, there was so much life there. But at the same time, it's like, but she was the, it was like she was running a race and the starting blocks were taken from her and yeah. she just tripped out of the gate and fell and couldn't get back up and everyone's like no 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 here here and like yeah. the camera guy ran out to come help her right and like you're like uh, I don't know what else to do yeah but who's the camera guy in that analogy oh I think it's I think it's the doctors okay I think it's the doctors right. yeah. and then they're like oh thank god the network got that to help her and that's god okay. I'm assuming like All oh right. thank god for NBC still that's, being in fifth place yeah that makes sense then Right, that that's a that's a stretch, but yeah. I think oh okay, let's uh, backtrack. Well, okay, I wanna I wanna I wanna explore that race analogy because I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I feel I had the same thing. My uh, my grandfather passed away two years ago now. Yeah. Okay, but I had seen him uh, two weeks before. All right, I had hugged him and he was. I would say, I mean, it, he was a skeleton, dude. Yeah. And so it was very odd because he was in a wheelchair and I hugged him and I was like, oh, because he looked okay when you how, look at him. How old was he? 94. Well, that's... He's an old man. All right. He was like... Was it, his brain all still there? Like He was, I mean... Was he you sharp? Know, he couldn't hear well, but like he was, he was, you know, mm-hmm. he was good. Was he still racist? Uh, Dude, you know what? <laughs> the only, the only, like he was not racist. Yeah. But... In his vernacular, he would say, colored fella. That's the time. It, it, you know, he never, he was like, he never, you could tell, he never thought less of anyone for whatever they looked like. Yeah. But if, if the man was a African-American gentleman, colored. he was the colored fella. Yeah. Which, I mean, not racist. You know what I mean? That's right, how my guy. grandma Gigi was. And yeah. she was 92 or whatever. Right. You never heard her say any sort of slur. Or, yeah. And she talked about how she was very affluent as a child before uh-huh. the Great Depression. They had, they yeah. had, sir, they had like, uh, servants, not yeah. like rape slave, we eat. yeah, 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 butlers and paid, yeah, paid, paid help, paid and slaves, they, and paid slaves, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and they were black, and she was like, we had people, we had colored folk help us yeah, cook, yeah, and yeah, we're like, yeah. oh, okay, but she never right. like was like that, mm, nope, okay, right. and that never happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, uh, where we were, we were talking. Uh, so my grandfather, my not racist grandfather, died. <laughs> yeah. And it, like, we went to his funeral. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the whole family was there. Everyone mm-hmm. that was there for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just, we ate spaghetti. We ate lasagna. Mm-hmm. We chilled and had a good hang like it was Thanksgiving. Right. Because we were like, dude, this man was ready to die. Of course. He had lit his wife, he had lived 21 years longer than his wife so i mean he had a girlfriend uh Mm -hmm. that really i think and he had a lot of purpose he -hmm. did a lot of stuff he's a great guy yeah he like you know he made a life for himself after she died but he i would say that man was ready to die for the past 20 years Mm -hmm. so we all go no one's really crying yeah my dad i'd seen him cry earlier but it was really for anyone that was extended family that mm-hmm. I include myself in, yeah. it was like, this is this is like 
we had them for this long. We yeah. were already prepared. Yeah. And I feel like those guys are at the end of the race. Mm-hmm. They're just doing victory laps. Yeah, exactly. Okay? But I feel like even though babies, all right, we're not, I'm not attached to the baby. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't, don't know, know this you. baby. You don't say anything to me. You don't, you are, yeah. you yell. Right. You shit yourself. Oh my gosh. And you're just an old drunk that's small. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. And you just yell, scream, shit yourself, piss yourself, throw food, look at me. Sometimes you will just look at me and cry, and I've done nothing wrong. Yeah. I feel bad, though. Yeah, like watching a girl in a blackout. Like, like... Uh, you and crying like seeing yeah. an ex girl like your ex girlfriend sees you when you're at the bar. And yeah, she's like, but like, oh, that's nice, right? Oh yeah, I love that. Isn't that great? I just never happened, but I, I want it to nice. happen. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I I had an ex girlfriend come to a show once, and I biffed it hard. Oh, I ate man. it, and yeah. so she felt warmth. Oh, I And I bet. felt like, oh, man, I broke up with her. Like, right. She got validated. And I'm like, yeah. I got nothing out of this. Hey, hey, take, <laughs> take comfort in the fact of the joy she got from seeing you eat dog poop. Oh, uh, it's true. And then, <laughs> well, now she's married and happy, so which means I'm glad. I think I would have just kept ruining her life anyway. You I, Probably. Yeah. I'm very good at that. So We all are. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's or, our thing yeah. is comics. We're just shitty people. Mm. Not meaning to be. We're just like oblivious. We're like, we're going to do this thing. Right. Ah, you get out of the way. Right, right, right. Um, but I love you. But I, I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, sorry. But great. Uh, babies. Babies. Yeah. Sorry. One more thing about my great grandma. She, yeah. she buried three men. She was married to one for wow. like 50 years. Okay. He died. And she was married to a guy who she was friends with in high school. Yeah. He died. Oh, and man. And then she was another friend of hers from high school that she ended up being with. He died. Jeez. And she's just like, I'm done. I've wow. been done. Right. Yeah. And the second dude's name was Ollie. That's such a cool name. Ollie? Uh, no. It's uh, For maybe. the time, Ollie, I can see him like working at a soda shop. <laughs> that's not butter. cool that, yeah wearing a white hat and like cleaning glassware alright sure yeah, no, well, that, yeah. that's Ollie he's everybody cool. knows Ollie alright I like him right yeah, you I'm like that Ollie yeah. it's like Gomer Pyle from uh, from Andy Griffin oh, with the dumb nobody hat. liked the Gomer how do you not like I like no. come on no, 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 no. do I have the name right yeah Gomer Pyle is that him the mechanic yeah yeah. he was awesome no, I, don't, I don't know why people hated him yeah back babies gross yeah never gonna have them I think that's also why I'm never gonna have kids I think okay this is another thing I think I can't a person you get to know even mm-hmm. like okay I think this is a big thing it sounds weird but like back to the fact of you know the story at hand I can't empathize with a baby no. People that will post pictures of their baby online no. or I'll see their baby. Um, babies are ingrateful. Puppies yes. are glad to be there. Mm-hmm. They're happy. They love you. Yeah. Uh, they want to please you. They're there for a good time. Yeah. Babies are very ingrateful. They, yeah. Also, I think we feel that way about babies because we haven't had the quote-unquote joy of having one where it's like this has got part of my face and the lady's face i left this in on it you're like this is i made this and so people look over these things and are like this is mine and you don't think about taking care of anything it's just like because you made life i think that's what you're so distracted by the fact that this is this is half of me yeah this is half i left i made this with Um. my dick i made a person. Yeah, I feel like the novelty of that would wear off. So fast. Oh, man. Well, I guess as it got older, you're like, oh, it kind of like has my nose. But then yeah. I'm like, it's still very yeah. annoying yeah. and doesn't appreciate anything right. I do for well, it. Well, it shits like I do. What, in a, in a plastic bag kind of th- situation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but the crazy... So, we had, <laughs> for a while, my parents arguing constantly. Mm-hmm. And they were like talking like... We're gonna go and try and figure out if we're gonna have another kid, and I'm like, no, oh, no, no, right? Did you not learn? Is and yeah. Then eventually they went to the doctor and they said there was a fifty percent chance that it would happen again. Oh man! So they didn't try anything Good. again. They didn't try for a while, and at that point, 
But, oh, but the crazy gosh, thing is, surface here is what I remember. This, and it kind of clicked on me when I got older that I grew up poor. Yeah. It was a tiny coffin, but it was a plastic coffin mm-hmm. and had a sticker on the side that said Rubbermaid. And to me, oh, wow. that is so funny because you have a, a thing that you store stuff in a tub in a closet yeah. and you have all these things with Rubbermaid, like garbage cans and all this stuff. Wow. And yet they have a side division R&D that makes baby coffins. Oh, Okay, so crazy? it was it was a it Rubbermaid. Okay, yeah. Rubbermaid oh, yeah, yeah. plastic baby right, coffin. Right, doesn't exist. It exists, and it's real. Oh, I thought, okay. I That's guess, real. So I guess when I heard that, I thought they're, they're burying your baby in a storage container. container. No, they no. make actual oh, baby got coffins. It. Okay, wow. And I'm like, That's, so they couldn't, they didn't do it. They were just like, uh, I don't know, is this 30 bucks at Kmart or whatever? Yeah. I'm like, we shop at Kmart. Why? But like they sell they they sell baby <laughs> coffins at Kmart. Dude, that's, I think that's why they went under. They had a whole aisle for baby coffins. Yeah, just and Martha Stewart's like, I don't think this is cool, but like, no, 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 stick with it. Yeah, we got this great blue light idea for saving money. <laughs> blue light savings on baby coffins, twenty percent off. This is awful. It but, is, but um, yeah, but yeah, that was when I clicked. I was like, we're poor, right? We're real poor. Okay. And the fact that we didn't get her a plot either, we buried her. Uh, my great grandfather on top, and oh. there's something that I don't. I, I it bothers me now, and it didn't then, and it yeah. still kind of does. Is that there is no headstone? It's just with grandpa's. Yeah, there's yeah. no headstone. There's no nothing marking that she's wow. there. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like that's when it clicked. Like we were poor, and like mm. things have gotten better for my parents. Yeah, and my family. But they haven't gone back and visited. So that, I kind of think that's an open wound. Oh, really? So I don't think that they want to do that. Um, is that, why? Is that my processing that right? That they are, they don't have closure on it because there's nothing memorializing it. Nothing. Like it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think be. maybe. And I think that's why they're so open to having other people in their lives and having people, they're constantly having parties and all this stuff and like having this because I think they're kind of just forgetting about this when I'm like, yeah. I'd rather talk about it, have other people hear it so they don't have to go through this eventually. Oh. Which is interesting. What, right? Which is kind of why we go back to the paper because I didn't cry. I hadn't even nothing until I wrote this paper when I was senior in, a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. It was my last quarter and I'm like, or was it... No, it was my third quarter. I'm like, I'm going to write this. I'm going to write this fucker. I'm going to do this. And I wrote it. And I went into class. And I started reading it. And I did start to cry. And I had to give it to my friend, Dari. I handed it to her. I was like, I, I can't. Because the, the teacher, the teacher, the teacher, the teacher picked me. It was like, Billy, can you read today? I'm like, I don't know if I really want to. And she's like, no, I'm going to, she made me. And okay. I'm like, ah, this isn't going to be good. And I did, started crying, handed it to Daria. And then the girl next to me, who I won't say her name, started like crying. Everyone was crying. And like yeah. she held me. And I was like, oh no, we're here. We're here. We're at the punchline. And I'm like, I'm going to leverage this. Oh no. She Billy. was known as the anorexic girl and she had been out of school and passed out. And like, wait, what grade are you in? I'm a senior in high school. Oh gosh. And I was All like, all right, keep going. Oh, I. And so you I. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. And so I, I took her you're... to prom. Oh, okay. And I, I fingered her in my grandma's car in the parking lot. Oh, okay. I thought you, I th- I'm sorry. I and thought you, okay. And that's, and I was just like that. And then, and then that happened. And then I never talked to her again. Oh, you dog. I man. know. Oh, I'm awful. Man. I'm yeah. doing, I'm saying all these things to you. Like, I'm a guy that sucks. This is going on the internet, you know? My mom's going to hear it. <laughs> Your mom's going to hear it. This girl and I aren't. Solely fr- my mom's going to hear this. This girl and I aren't friends on Facebook, so that's good. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I think Cause she's you still. Because I'm an asshole. This. Yeah, and you're definitely going to share this on Facebook. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to share this on Facebook. Yeah, my neighbors are fat. Um, I'm fat. What are you trying to say? We're loud. I no. I'm yeah. I already called you fat, man. That's true. How, how, fa- how fat are they? Um, uh, no, I don't know. They're probably really nice people, and they're probably not fat. <laughs> really nice fat people. You yeah. have Mike and Molly shooting above you, right? Yeah, now. I do. <laughs> I actually they. Yeah. Let's well. Nah. So okay, we'll, t- back we'll talk on. crap about television shows we don't like later. Later, but uh, part two. But part two. Go on. But, go on with the story. But it was just like, and that happened, and like, and I, and in my dumb brain, 
as a young comic, I was just like, what if I put all these bad things together and then have this and then I might get closure with everything I've done up to that point in my life. By saying a really bad yeah, thing okay. that happened to me than saying a bad thing I did to somebody else. Okay. We uh we gotta go back. Uh, I've found that there's a really good story in here that we're skipping over. Which one? Okay. So you're when you're reading this in class, you yeah. you're really sad. Oh yeah. You're not faking it. No. But this girl, uh, this anorexic girl. Yeah. Who are you buddies with? I was like kind of like, oh, she's cute, and I'd like talk to her. Okay, but she but, she consoles you yeah. when you can't finish it. Okay. Correct. And in your head, uh, while you're being consoled, she's uh, she's holding you. Yeah, she's like holding on to me and crying. And okay, like, and you're like, I'm going to. Uh, I didn't realize it until after I left that. I'm like, I'm gonna. I don't know. Well, maybe there's something that'll happen. And my friend came up to me and she was like, "You know that so and so really likes you." Oh, and, and I'm like, she like she was attracted to your vulnerability. After that, okay. And I'm a monster. Yeah. Dude. And I'd been dating a girl all like on and off for four years, and I was in the off period. Uh, I was like, oh, ah. really? Okay. That's even that's even all more awful. Yeah, dude. Which is ex girlfriend who saw me bomb. So <laughs> okay, all right. Right, awful. Yeah, full circle. Right, we're, we're back. all back together. Yeah. And she was just like, and I was just like, I think I'm gonna see what happens. Wait, 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 wait. All right, mm-hmm. bye. I'm gonna see what happens. Is that maybe this will be a fruitful relationship, or is it? I'm going to parlay this into some uh, finger action. Remember how I told you I'm a monster? Yeah. It's the second one. It's oh, the second it's one. It's the latter. It's definitely the latter. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to try right. and hook up with this girl. All right. All right. So you go. You you do. You go to prom. Yeah. You have this in the back of your mind the whole time. And in the back of the car. Yeah. And then, but you know, I think, do you know, all right, well, this is nice, but... I uh I'm going to get back with the girl that's gonna fu- see me bomb in the future. Yeah. This is just a this is just tonight. This is just uh I'm, I'm uh just here for tonight and see what happens. Uh, but I man. told her I wanted to date her too. You did? Yeah. Uh, with, oh, yeah. With, yeah. You told yeah. her that because it probably would have that was you, you trying to advance the situation. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, monster. Yep, that's the man, men, ladies, mom, listening to this podcast, men, no. huh? Good thing I got one locked up who likes yeah, me. Yeah, But the whole thing, if the whole story is just like, what I'm trying to say is that even if you try and write something as a joke yeah, and you say it as a joke, it can be pretty hurtful. Like, it can be pretty... I don't really have a point to be honest with that. I just thought I would start there and end there. Yeah. Because like that kind of puts the whole thing together in perspective of like how we grow up as people. Yeah. When I'm 21, I think this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And as I'm that 25, going to be 26 this year, I'm like, I'm. I could never do this to a person again. Mm-hmm. I could never say that on stage again. I could never make that funny. Because it's not funny. Because it's not funny and it's awful. And oh, okay. Yeah. And we just can't. That maybe that there's a point to where, maybe we shouldn't always try and shock people and actually just entertain them when we tell jokes. I. Yeah, you know, I think you made a point. I don't know if this was on mic or not, but you made a point to the fact that, as a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to be funny, mm-hmm. but. People have to like you. Yeah. They have to see you on stage and they have to feel like you're their friend. Yeah. And when you do something, when you say something in whatever joke, whether it's you say, um, you know, uh, uh, something about you looking like a lesbian. Yeah. If it's something like that, it's something where they're like, I don't like this guy. This guy's mean. He's trying to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But other people are like, oh, he looks like a, he does look like that. That's really funny. Right. And they can go with you. Right. But 
I think the whole thing is, it's like, not, this isn't, I know that this isn't very funny, but it's something that everyone needs to talk about. I feel like if you're going to have something where you're going to have somebody talk like, tell a story, you might as well be honest. Yeah. And not be funny. Oh, no, no. I am so glad. This is what I'm talking about. This is what the show is about. You coming on here, you okay. telling me it was the former rather than the latter. You being totally honest, not trying to sugarcoat it. Because everyone's been a dirtbag. Yeah. We've all been dirtbags. And I appreciate the fact that young Billy was so horny that he was going to say whatever he had to. And you're not proud of that, but it happened. No, it, it was... It, I don't think at the time, like, when I wrote it, I was like, I'm honestly going to say this stuff and get it out. And I, those tears were real. Right. Because I'd finally talked about it. I finally let it out. Yeah. And I'm like, I can move on, sort of. I can actually be. Oh, you were trying to free yourself from the guilt? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. When I wrote that, I was like, oh, oops. Uh, like, hey, when I wrote that... that cost, like... 50 bucks, man. Come I'm going to be real careful. I'll yeah, be careful dude. with your fly swatter. So yeah. uh, I was like, I'm going to be done with this. I'm going to be, I'm going to finally have it and have it all written down so I can have those feelings and be like, maybe I can move on from that. And there's still a couple things like the headstone bothers me, and mm -hmm. which I could never bring up to my parents in person, which yeah. just sounds sh shitty, but I can't talk. That's hard to talk about. Like, why haven't you done that? So, yeah. but you kind of move on and then when you do that and you have that those walls break down for the first time you become almost primal and you're like and you look over and you're like it's like you leave that situation and i'm like the first thing i didn't think of was like whoo thank god it's just like whoo gotta use this dick like that's that's i think that's another thing like it all proves like how our emotions work and how we expect for something to work but it doesn't you know what i mean yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of like the whole thing. It's like, I didn't feel death. I didn't feel any remorse from death when you're supposed to. I didn't yeah. feel any kind of pain. I let this finally go. I'm supposed to feel better. I'm supposed to be a better, better person. Yeah. But instead, I'm just like a primal animalistic monster. Yeah. That I think that things... We have these things within ourselves, like we have these expectations we put on, like this is how something's supposed to work. Yeah. But it never does. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I know. Is what that you the mean. point? I was trying to find a point of this whole thing. No, I know what you mean. You kind of have this. Uh, I mean, okay. First of all, to your first point, I think if you don't, if you if you go through uh, what is supposed to be a loss for you, mm -hmm. you know, you lose someone. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people close to you are distraught and they're really feeling, uh, they're feeling the loss mm -hmm. and you yourself aren't feeling that. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's, I think so. Yeah. I had, I mean, okay. I had, it was funny to me when I, uh, when I was in high school, a girl died at my school. Mm -hmm. She was, uh, she was a mentally handicapped girl. Uh, she was part of that kind of program. Mm -hmm. Died in her sleep. Uh, but it's, you know, some sort of medical complication that was, uh, it was in like the way the parents said it was, it was very likely it was going to happen. Yeah. They just, it was just a matter of time. Yeah. And uh, it was funny, like everyone at my small school, I went to small Christian school too. Yeah. Everyone was like kind of bummed out and like all butthurt about it. Mm -hmm. But in reality, like my buddies and I, we were just like, this doesn't, we, we, we were just like, well, I don't, like, we get a day off school. Yeah. We weren't trying to be dirtbags. We understood, like, it sucks to lose someone. Right. But we also understood, like, we didn't know this girl very well. Right. And this wasn't a loss to us. How could you? Right. To and, be, it, and that sounds awful, but how could you? No, I can't experience, I can't grieve when I don't, when this doesn't matter to me. Like, mm -hmm. I can't, if I'm around the family, I can be like, mm -hmm. I am very sorry for your, for your loss. I've experienced loss before. Um, uh, if there's anything I can do, probably not. Because, yeah. like, I can't, you know, I can't bring your daughter back. Right. But you can say that, but you can't empathize with a person that much. You can't really, at some point, you're going to be like, well, I'm going to go to gym. Yeah. I've got gym class <laughs> yeah. now. I'm going to go dunk a basketball on an eight-foot rim. <laughs> yeah. And enjoy myself. Right. Because I didn't know this girl, and that's right. okay. Right. I just experienced my first true, like, loss where I was like, ah, oh, ow. Yeah. And tears. Like, I lost um, 
my best friend from high school. Yeah. He died. We still don't know how. There's speculation and rumors and stuff. And his mom just found him dead at 24 years old. Wow. And I, my mom called me. I was at work. I was sent that the, the counter at work. I work at a shirt shop. And I was on the, my mom had called me and I missed it because I was helping somebody. And then my, my aunt, I called her back. I was like, she said, because she texted me, call me. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I call her and she goes, hey, uh, do you remember your friend, blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, he died. And then immediately I just wow. went, oh, and then cried. Yeah. I couldn't control it. I'm working with two other people. There's other people in the store, yeah. but I'm crying yep. because that's what you're supposed to feel when you know someone. He was my locker mate for yeah. football. You, We had a kinship. We hung out every day. Right. I knew the person. He was right. my best friend. And you have that moment when you're like, you're 20. You're not supposed to die yet. Yeah. You're, this isn't supposed to happen. And you lose it. And that's yeah. when you're supposed to feel that pain. And that's when that's supposed to really happen. Yeah. And you can easily talk about that. It took I'm I still get worked up, and and you still are like oh, I think I'm I can maybe move on, but I'm always gonna remember this person. Like yeah. I I still have stuff he loaned me from high school. I still have a scarf yeah. in my closet. And I look at it and I cry. Yeah, were you still buddies? Uh, on and on and off. There yeah. he's he was losing it. Yeah. I don't oh, really? want to get into that. Okay. Um, but it was that moment where I'm like shit, fuck, and you feel that, and then you see all these people. That you were friends with and you don't see and then you're, you all cry and then you part ways and you still have that pain. That's real death affecting people. Yeah. That's when you're like, you're that would be like if you're back to the race. Like if you, you see someone and they're, they're getting ready to do their second lap. Yeah, man. And all of a sudden just the stadium blows up. Right. And you're like, that wasn't, what? No, that wasn't supposed to happen. They yeah. were supposed to finish and be fine. And maybe, but... That's or yeah, and that's where that happens, and then that's why I feel where you're supposed to feel real pain for loss, is that moment, not from when they're so young and so old. I think you're you 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 only ex- truly feel something as a person when you know someone and you're like shit, and you feel it pull on you. Yeah, I think that's when death is supposed to be real sad. Y- it's supposed yeah. to affect you, but when they're older or ba- like I don't why do we care yeah I think it's supposed to affect you right when it does right like I don't give a sh- this is gonna sound so I don't give a no, shit about it. the kids in Africa who have AIDS I'm not there yeah, that's I okay. don't know them I'm not gonna give them a dollar yeah. I'm gonna go save I'm gonna throw that dollar in a sewer cause that gives me I know where that I know what happened where that, that joy came from for no reason yeah. but like I don't care we're not supposed to I think we should be more selfish um, is that awful to say? I, th- I I think it's fair to say that you you don't know these kids in Africa you don't and yeah. there are there is something you could do or you could watch a video okay yeah. some like kids in Africa that are really struggling mm-hmm. are in really in need mm-hmm. you will start to empathize with those kids mm-hmm. um and if you saw a kid i mean ah oh man i don't mean to be super dark but i need to prove your point i think if you saw a video um and it was some kid that would die of starvation in africa you would be like mm-hmm. it would it would hurt, it would hurt you yeah you know and i think it's just certain yeah. things you just you don't think about they're distracting right you know, it's just, and that's that's okay, man. And you can't like mourn the loss of everyone, right? You can't, you can't live in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, to bring it back to the race, yeah, I think you mourn the loss of people that you have been running the race with, yeah, and the people that you weren't expecting to lose during the race, yeah, because you're like, if I lost my, if I lost my brother, I would be like. <sighs> Dude, I had we were in this together. Yeah. We were racing. I have no mm-hmm. race partner. I don't know why I'm running anymore. Yeah, you're lost. Mm-hmm. You're like, what do I do do now? There's yeah. nothing to do except move on and that sucks. I think that's also like people become so more more callous when they get older too. Yeah. You lose so much more and you're like, I don't I, I don't care anymore. I got to keep going. I got to yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta worry about diet. 
yeah, you don't even really know what to care about anymore. Yeah. All the things you did care about, it's like, oh, I was so, this gave me so much anxiety about the worst thing happening, and then it did. So Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know what to, yeah. But, yeah, I guess uh, to wrap up the episode, I think, Billy, you should never feel guilty about not feeling a certain way, man. You're a good guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you may feel remorse for things you've done, but at the end of the day, you're a good person. And sometimes certain things don't affect you the way they affect other people. I think that's what I was looking for. Yeah. You're you're all right. Yeah. You're. Were you worried I was gonna get to? The, we we're gonna get to the bottom of this, and it just turns out like you're. A, I'm a shithead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yo, you're just a terrible person that doesn't have feelings. <laughs> Yeah. Because that's all that's that's all I was trying to... It's almost like I wanted to tell the story to figure out what I was truly feeling and be like, oh, I can sit down and talk with somebody about this for a while, and if yeah. other people hear it, maybe it'll help them. I hope it does. Me too. Um, You got any, uh, you got any dates to plug? Uh, I'm going to be going on tour March 2nd through 14th with uh, Mr. Joe Shelby. We're going to be doing like a Midwest-South kind of tour. I don't know the official dates and where yet, but that's coming up. Uh, you can look for that on my Facebook, and I'll, or I'll tweet it at tweet it out at William the Four. Um, aside from that, I don't. I mean, come come to the. I run two shows in this city. I run one called Yippee Kaye Motherfucker at this place called Kaye Cantina on Sundays. It's uh, cool. It's fun. That's mm-hmm. a fun room. Um, and then t- tonight, this Thursday, uh, it's the second of four Thursdays. I run a show at Maddie's. And so if you're if you're in my apartment listening live. Come we to gotta, the show tonight. Come to the show yeah. right now, which okay. we're all going to in like a little bit. Yeah, I need but to. it's just like um, uh, second and fourth Thursdays. Sign up start at ten, starts at ten thirty. It's a lot of fun in a small pizza shop. That's real grungy and punk and DIY kind of it's fucking cool. feel. It is really cool. There's brick. You can hear uh, the thugs and their rap music mm. blaring uh, outside. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Billy. Thanks for being here. Thanks, uh, go Joey. see Billy. Come to his mics. Go see him on tour. Yeah.